0: Welcome.
1: Welcome. 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 To views from the bridge. To views from the bridge. To views from the bridge.
0: To views from the bridge.
1: This season it seems like it's been Philly versus everybody. Do we want to be a good team or do we want to be fing great? Shapilko. Back to Fontana again. Good ball, Matt Riel. Good
2: combination, Shabelka! Talk for Shabelko! He'll see now shit! What a goal! Oh boy! And he tip the old on your bike. Pretty a as you're going to see in any old on your back. I
1: want you to take the field and
2: remember two things tonight.
1: Number one, this is our house. And number two, this is now our
2: conference. It's Philly or nothing.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Views from the Bridge, your second favorite Philadelphia Union podcast. Maybe your first after this, but we'll see. Uh, I have friends here with me, um, but we'll do introductions later. But we're sponsored by Roughneck Scarves, uh, part of the Beautiful Game Network. Um, thanks, guys, for what you do to keep us moving. Um, we wanted to jump right in, though. We, uh, Paul and I had a chance to sit down. This is Justin. Paul and I had a chance to sit down with... Ray Gattis this week, um, and just kind of ask him some things that are going on personally, some things that are going on with the team, how he's dealing with quarantine. This interview went a lot of places in in 20 minutes. So, Paul, I don't know how you felt about it, but I thought it was great.
3: I mean, the anticipation was killing me for numerous reasons. Uh, This has been a long time coming. I think people really expected uh, <laughs> a lot out of this, and I think we did get a lot out of this, asked the questions that needed to be asked, and got the answers that I really <laughs> wanted to hear, but uh, this was good. I-, I really enjoyed this time.
0: All right, well, let's jump straight into this audio, and we will talk afterwards. Ray us everybody. Ray, welcome to Views from the Bridge. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your schedule to join us today, be a part of the show. Paul and I are excited that you're here.
2: Oh, thank you guys for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um so I want to start here and I like obviously I think it's the big thing that a lot of people want to know um is the goal. We got to we got to start with the goal, you know, the hashtag has been going around of when Ray scores we riot all that kind of stuff. We've joked about it on our podcasts. You know, Kevin, Casey, and Jim Curtin even talked about it the other day on their video. But you've played a while in this league, come very close to scoring some goals, but haven't been able to get that first one in the back of the net. So maybe just the first question, what would it mean to you kind of at this point in your career to finally put one in the back of the net uh, for the union?
2: Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a win first uh, for the team guy uh but if I did score hopefully it'd be at uh Cibu park uh in front of the sons of Ben uh at that <laughs> end uh I think I would try to jump and run run up there and jump into the sons of Ben uh I've been with them for a while now, and uh i think it i think it'd be crazy though
3: it would definitely be crazy like we we've heard a lot of fans talking about the concept of like I don't really know what I'll do if he scores, you know. It just – it kind of seems like this thing that everyone really wants and we've had everything to, like, you know, ripping the shirt off and, you know, like trying to just control your hands. And I think a lot of people are in that boat just because you've been with this club for so long and, you know, you've kind of cemented yourself in that regard. So it's definitely cool. Um, so Jim, Jim Curtin mentioned that if he's up by a couple goals in the game – and there's a penalty kick, he wants to hand you the ball to take the shot. Are you ready for that if he calls your number? If, if he's like, you know, Ray, I want you to take penalties. Like, I want you to take this penalty right now. Are you taking that shot?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, every year that I've been with the team, uh, we've obviously, uh, especially in Open Cup, run play, we practice PKs quite a bit. And I've taken a PK uh, in the final versus Sporting KC uh, at home. and. I converted my PK. I mean, uh, defenders just kind of don't think as much, so I would say that I'm ready. But uh, it's a lot different when you get up there, uh, just from previous experience. Uh, so yeah, I think I think I'll be ready. Uh, but it's all about who you go up against. The goalkeeper. We study all of that as well.
3: It's good that you're at least preparing. as that preparing for that as a defender? You know, it's like it's definitely not one of those things that I'm sure is at the top of the list. But you know, you seem like a pretty well-rounded player in general. So. I think you would be ready for it, even though I have been known to be one of your biggest detractors in the fact that <laughs> uh, I wasn't sure if you would score a goal. In fact, um, I don't know if you heard, I kind of pledged to all of Union Twitter that I would donate $100 to the charity of your choice if you were to score. Um, and I want to know that if you had to pick a charity, what would there, what would it be? Which charity would you like me to donate to? I'm sure you do a lot of work around the area, so maybe a couple in mind.
2: Uh, Salvation Army. Uh, I love what they do in their ministry work, uh, especially for the homeless. Uh, March of Dimes. uh, In any capacity, we can continue to advance uh, the technology to help premature children. Uh, Obviously, uh, uh, depending on how long this – pandemic uh, goes on uh and if we have the opportunity to play uh, soccer in some capacity if it is in this season uh any donation to any effort that's helping uh keep the people on the front lines the doctors the nurses the chaplains uh the janitorial workers the cooks behind the scenes uh especially in and around uh the hospitals or places uh where you know patients are being uh Uh, taken care of. So those are a few. Most definitely, you know, just net a few and then we'll spread the
3: love. We'll go all, we'll spread it all out in between. I had a couple of people who actually want to match those donations. So definitely a nice thing that people are looking forward to going into uh, this season, should we even have one. But I'm glad we were able to address that. You know, obviously you are so much more than the sum of people wanting you to score a goal. So, you know, we really just want to dive into your background a bit how you Almost kind done. of grew into the game of soccer
0: yeah so um yeah that's what the people want to know and, and we just have a couple of questions so when did you when did you realize kind of in your career that that fullback or outside back was sort of your position was there a moment or a or advice from a coach or um just was there anything that sort of cemented for you that that was kind of your position
2: uh you know uh in college, uh, I I started off as a midfielder at West Virginia University. I see you with the the pit. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, you know uh, you know how we feel about people that. Uh, I don't know if you went to pit, but I
0: I did not. Uh, I did not.
2: just from the area, Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, it's called the backyard brawl. Uh, yes, it, it is. Yes, it, and it is. And uh, they have a chant there. Uh, it's not the best chant, but it rhymes <laughs> with pit. So I've
0: heard. I've heard that chant actually. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Uh, but in college, uh, my college coach, uh, Marlon LeBlanc, uh, he really uh, was under the impression that I'd be really good at outside back and some of the youth national teams as well, uh, John Hackworth. But uh, Coach Curtin, uh, funny story, kind of like preliminary before he was the head coach, he was specified, uh, I would say, as a defensive coach uh, working in and around the Philadelphia Union. And him being a defender and me uh, growing up in Indianapolis and Chicago, uh, being my team that I supported at the time, he was a defender there. I think he really uh, pulled me in and and, and really kind of really uh, helped me embrace the position. Uh, now, and even being the head coach, uh, as you get older, you begin to understand more in part what he's talking about, him being a defender himself. Even though he played center back, uh, there have been a lot of people that are really uh, help me establish and say, Hey, this is my position going forward. Cool. But those to be a mention.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, obviously you played both sides of the field kind of in your union career. Um, do you have a preferred side? seems like right back has kind of become the spot that you, um, enjoy the most. Obviously that position has been plugged at different times by Shannon and Keegan and those guys, but, um, do you have a preferred side or, or, um, right back is your kind of position.
2: I don't have a preferred side. I think, uh, in my career, uh, when I was a kid, I played it, And then uh, when I was a little bit younger, like I said, I played midfield. Uh, I just enjoyed playing the game. And my father always told me, uh, it's not about where you play. But as long as you get on the field, uh, and you're able to contribute at a high level. Uh, right now, I'm watching The Last Dance. Mm-hmm. And I can really relate to Dennis Robin quite a bit. You know, uh, not. I don't need to be talked about. It's just kind of always been the rule between me, uh, my father, and my grandfather. I just need to do my job and uh, have something uh, that's unique uh, that helps our team uh, win. Uh, so left side, right side, whether it's center back, wing, wherever they, wherever they want to put me, I'm willing to play. And you know, uh, I think that's really helped me in my professional career because you know sometimes people come in and say, "Ah, oh, I don't play that position." Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, it's also helped me in the experience of playing against high-profile players uh, across the league and playing different positions. So it's really helped me.
0: Do you have a player that you modeled yourself of growing up or kind of that idol or that person that you've kind of looked up to um, that you've kind of molded your career after or molded your playing style after?
2: You know, I really like uh, players with bike. I always loved to tackle Patrick Vieira. Uh, we played for Arsenal in the midfield. He's a destroyer. I really love Clarence Sadoff, uh, AC Milan days. Uh, another guy with bite. cap. Fu was my outside back uh, uh, that I really enjoy watching. Uh, so, therefore, uh, those players.
0: One of the things that we've been talking about kind of is, as we've we've looked at your career and stuff, obviously you've been in this league a long time, um, and you've seen the league change. We've seen the league change. Um, how do you how do you adapt to a league that is getting younger um, and deeper every year and then secondly maybe how do you adapt to a team and how does that uh, kind of affect your leadership style um, as you as these younger players you know Brendan and Anthony and some of these guys are starting to come through Um, how do you mentor those guys how do you um, be a leader so how do you adapt to a league that's getting younger and how do you adapt to a team that's getting younger
2: I mean, with the league getting younger, I mean, uh, you should have some type of experience and your experience to show up in, in playing. Like, when I was younger, I would rely a lot on my athleticism, uh, just the physical prowess uh, that I possess. But as you get older and as the league gets younger, uh, you begin to really uh, see things differently. Now, as for taking on young players, Mark McKenzie, uh, Brendan Aronson, Fontana, Matt Real, uh, Matt Fries uh, those, it's a two-way uh, relationship. Those players have to be willing to, to listen. And, you know, here at the Union, all of those players are willing to listen. I think that's been what's been good about the experience. And you've seen the success in and around our younger players, uh, not only from myself, but we have El Cino who has uh, a lot of uh, experience and Warren Craval and Alejandro Bedoya. Our younger players, uh, the, their success is one, in due part to their uh, professionalism and being willing to be taught and learn. And then as they're learning, they're, they're also gaining valuable experience, but also uh, just seeing things from their perspective. Mm. Because like you, you get a guy like, uh, like Jack DeBreeze, he's 17, 18, I'm 30. You know, the, <laughs> uh, the spectrum is way different of what's going on in his mind and what's going on in mine. So like our common ground, is it, it can start from FIFA, But it also can start with, you know, just joking around with them, making them feel comfortable, and then establishing a relationship with them. Uh, And and respect is mutual. Uh, It doesn't matter if you're an older player or younger player. I found uh, just through the example, through the Bible, when you show people respect, they show you respect. And uh, that's how you manage that. And our young guys do a great job uh, uh, of listening and trying to get better every day because they are the future of the league. And if they want to be successful...
3: I Go think ahead. like that uh, level of professionalism from these younger kids is really what's making this league as a whole grow as an entity. You know, you kind of see how it's evolved from not just a uh, competitive perspective, but a business one. And it's interesting because, you know, obviously you've you're involved with Harvard business and you went back to West Virginia last year to study uh integrated marketing. So I wanted to ask something related to school, given your recent studies at West Virginia, what, um, particular branch of communication or marketing do you think mls has done the most effectively you know as a growing league like trying to connect with the market here in the united states
2: well i went back and got my integrated marketing communications master's degree uh mm-hmm. and, and that is is specified in the internet of things essentially uh anything that has to do with digital or social right so uh as you see as the, the kids are getting younger like i said my means of knowing about information and when I was growing up uh, had to do a lot with the paper source or billboard. Mm. Uh, I, when I wanted to see stats of players or if I wanted to keep scores, uh, see what the Indiana Pacers did, if I didn't see it on TV, my, pa- my father always told me to read the newspaper. Now, in today's age, uh, any source of media, any source of news or knowledge, uh, a lot of it uh, comes via social media. Platforms And that, that's what my degree was, is to specify and how to market uh, to a newer audience and how to translate information to where it is accessible to all generations, uh, not just this, uh, the youth. But as you can see, uh, the youth really, really use Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. now TikTok, uh, you know, and, and, and that's what my degree specified in uh, to find the demographic to find out uh, what means is going to be the most profitable, uh, uh, why I went to Harvard Business School, and using the use of technology, uh, what business uh, structure or model is going to uh, maximize and uh, grow via uh, these uh, social media outlets. So uh, I use both schools hand-in-hand to really bluster and to prepare myself for life after soccer.
3: I mean, obviously, it's one of the most well-rounded, you know, backgrounds of someone who's, you know, been in this league and has kind of gone above and beyond to be more than just a soccer player. Um, But in that regard, do you think you could see yourself taking a position to kind of help the league grow once your soccer days are done? I mean, clearly, you know what you're talking about and you have ideas and, you know, that demographic kind of narrowed down a bit. So could see as a club ambassador, maybe even a club ambassador, a league ambassador role.
2: Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, I believe that there will be opportunities that present themselves in both realms, whether it be via the lead or uh, the specified club of the Philadelphia Union. But I also believe that uh, I can help in large part of all of uh, North American sports. Uh, like, for instance, you see uh, the NBA. They really do a great job with uh, NBA Cares and they're mm. in China. They're in Africa. But everybody knows about the NBA. And uh, I think that the MLS, if it really wants to grow in the future, uh, it wants to reach a greater audience. Uh, we really need to reach these demographics, especially as the lead is changing in sense of uh, the player pool, uh, the domesticated player. I think it's second to the EPL uh, with all foreign based players. So to reach these audiences as uh, the league continues to grow uh, and continues to diversify itself, I think it would be great.
3: Definitely, definitely. It seems like it's got to be the way to go in order to just help that league take the next step. Uh, Ray, we'll, um, we'll, we'll end this on a, a bit of a lighter note. We'll just give you some rapid-fire ones for you. Um, at the risk of upsetting your alma mater, where does John Denver's Take Me Home Country Road rank on Cars to Blast or Songs to Blast in the Car?
2: Uh, I think it's more of a sentimental uh, type of thing, uh, honestly. Uh, When it comes on, and if you're a Mountaineer, I think it it brings back every moment, uh, every memory. Uh, You can always identify where you were. Uh, Walking this past year uh, via 2019, and they always cue country roads at the end of the graduation. Uh, I Mm -hmm. can think about all the memories I had associated with the song. And cool fact, uh, at Dick DeLess Stadium uh, in Morgantown, uh, after every win, The song is cued, and uh, whether it's in the football stadium, basketball stadium, uh, there's a rock that is associated with uh, the fan base and the student base, and they always highlight that very well. Uh, It's not one of those songs that you crank, but when it comes on, it it always uh, is very dear to the heart. All right. uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I
3: obviously don't have the perspective of being a West Virginia alumni, but there's just something about it. It, it. When I hear it after the football games, it gives me chills. I'm just like, I can just imagine driving down a country road, and just like, right. this is, I, I'm so alive right now.
0: <laughs> All right, a couple quick quarantine questions, and then we'll let you go. What is your quarantine snack of choice?
2: Uh, well, we ha- we have a good uh sports physio garrison draper i mean he's not letting us uh really get after it too much in the snack but my overall snack uh is double stuffed oreos uh with uh two percent milk for sure or watermelon sour patch kids uh those are my go-to especially uh right now in quarantine you can watch a lot of shows me and my wife are watching all american so i get my snacks and uh, I think uh, Ozark is the next show, maybe, potentially, that we're going to watch Ooh, too. So, I need yes. my snacks for it. Most definitely.
0: I was going to ask, the best movie or TV show you've watched? You've been watching All-American. Any other good TV shows you've been watching?
2: Uh, she really has me watching The Voice. I think uh, – and she, she'll probably get mad at me for not knowing the name of the show, but it's when uh, song song or art, artists already uh, have a group in hand and they revamp people's song. And uh oh, that's and, Song uh, Songland? Songland. There you go. She probably be upset with <laughs> me uh about this. <laughs> but uh we've been watching Songland heavy and I'm just kind of like well, you know, I have to take a step back cuz these are shows that she wants to watch and so we have to watch them but these these are the shows that we're watching.
3: Are you to um, get your uh, to get your face away from a screen, what's the best book you've read so far? I know you're big into uh reading for sure.
2: Uh well right now and I'm reading like Reading a couple books, The Biggest Financial Mistakes in the Bible, uh, Spiritual Warfare. Mm-hmm. I'm about to start uh, Martin Luther King's uh, uh, bio. Um, but right now it's a book uh, called The Club. Uh, it's a soccer specified book, but it talks about the foundation of how clubs are really started, the means behind scarves, how scarves, I see you have a union scarf back there, but how they really <laughs> associated with your uh, allegiance to a club and how the likes of Man United and the Tottenham and these bigger clubs, you know, you go to the game and how the whole atmosphere has turned into more of an enterprise. Uh, And it's more than a soccer game now, but it's talking about like the roots and the ground roots of, uh, of uh, the business of soccer as a whole. Now, I mean, soccer is a beautiful game as itself, but it talks about, you know, just showing up and the manufacturing of stadiums and why all of that's important. So I think it's really good.
3: Without question.
0: Cool. And uh, last question. Any advice you have for Union uh, Faithful during this quarantine period?
2: Yeah, just continue to practice uh, social distancing. Uh, Continue to be safe. Continue to love your your loved ones. Reach out to those uh, maybe who you haven't called in a while. Uh, Continue to enjoy every moment. Uh, Right now, uh, I started a garden. I have uh, some strawberries, blueberries, I saw some guava. You were growing some guava. Yeah. Yeah. I got some guava fruit. Cause, uh, me and my wife went to Hawaii uh, for our honeymoon and the guava juice was really good. Uh, try to, try to, try to pick up a new, uh, skill set. in this time there's so much time, uh, uh, that God has allowed us to grow closer with him as well, but to, to really focus on things that you kept putting on the back burner, uh, look at it from Mm. Napa's perspective and, uh, You know, just continue to have patience with one another, uh, especially parents who have children, uh, especially families whose social norms have changed. uh, Find the best in every situation and continue to trust in God.
0: Well, we uh, along those lines, we all um, also just wanted to wish your family the best as you deal with the loss of your grandmother. Sorry to hear about that. And um, we're keeping your family in our prayers and thoughts as, as we go forward here. But thanks so much for joining us today
2: yeah uh, i ray. really appreciate you guys having me that means a lot thank you for your condolences at this time i'll continue to keep our family uplifted in and prayer
3: most all definitely right. ray we'll talk to you later yeah
0: all right guys i <laughs> don't know how you guys thought about that but man that was fun uh,
1: <laughs> justin can you do me a quick favor and just and just uh just intro everybody
0: yeah absolutely right, i'm right. gonna do that real quick yeah. so uh evan valella is here
1: hey um thanks uh, Paul, um, when, when you threw to the interview, you said that you got the answers that you wanted. Was there a telepathy kind of thing? And what did you mean by, by that? Did you write out answers ahead of time and then he said everything that you wrote out? What so, was like,
3: the... I, so obviously he wasn't like, you know, Paul, I, I think you're right. I think I'm just not going to score any <laughs> goals. And, I, you know, it's just, good, good, you know, yeah, that, that yeah. obviously that's like the dream answer where I run out of the room and start setting off Roman candles in the streak. I, I knew it! But, you know, like, he, he has a genuine interest in the allure of him scoring a goal. He knows it exists. He acknowledges mm. it, and yeah,
1: you know, was that th- that's... how? How scared are you to know that now, like the union are aware of your presence to a point where they know when you have bad takes? Well, no all right, uh, so now, wait, hold on. I'm stepping. with I'm stepping in, in
4: here for here. Paul because. Yep assuming that the union wasn't, weren't already aware of Paul means that the union also weren't aware of me. Um.
1: (laughs) I I mean, I think to be fair, the only person that they were not aware of previous was Justin.
3: Yeah. And I think Justin presented himself as a very good interviewer.
1: I honestly think he is on the best standing out of everybody on this podcast right now.
3: I mean, most likely, and Probably. I think what worries me the most is now that yeah. there's documented evidence that I said that mm. I would donate a hundred dollars to yeah. Ray's charity yeah. if he scores. There scored. was already so documented like,
4: evidence of that.
3: Yeah, I mean, but there was like, that. yeah, but yeah. now, but now Ray like listed he listed off all the charities he wants to donate to, yeah. and and then I did the thing. Well, if you score multiple goals, then we can just spread the love, and now, so now is he extra
1: motivated going forward? You know, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Twenty five are in for Ray. He's just gonna start shooting
2: yeah yeah like
1: we'll, <laughs> you know
2: and like, then he'll it, it like the he'll do
1: the he'll do the why always me shirt celebration but it'll be like hey paul march of dimes As and like, then you'll paul, have to write a check in then... lot C. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll take a check <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> no but yeah, i'm just glad that he's you know it... I'm glad to hear that he's actively working on taking penalty kicks. I'm glad that I, – I know that he's not going to be going forward more just because he needs to prove something to me. You don't but know. The fact that know. he was like, uh, you know, I was like I would go crazy. Like if I scored a goal and I'm like – I'm making my way to the Sons of Ben, I'm going nuts, like, mm-hmm. you know, just like everyone else is going to. And I but, find that great about him because he's embracing the culture that Philadelphia has built up. But but Ray's a
4: low-key guy, so while he may have said that he's, like, not really thinking about that goal, he's really going to just be like, this dude, Paul Catredo, thinks I'm not going to score a goal, and then come out first game after all of this and score a
3: banger. Yep. I mean, I told him straight to his face, you know, I was like, you have some people that doubt you, I don't want to say any names, but...
1: You, you said yeah, you, you said
3: you named you, you like, hey, yourself that as list, one of the biggest you know?
1: detractors to him scoring a goal. You literally said that like verbatim.
0: I love that you said that on the like on the interview too. Like yeah. it wasn't like in the wrap up after the interview like it was in this you part, it like was God, Justin biggest, it was, Erica, like, it was Ray, You mean it is Ray, Ray, and you're very, like I don't think you're going to score one.
1: Very documented thing, though. And I... <laughs> what'll be even better is that if, when he scores a goal, he won't even, like, celebrate that hard. I think he's just going to be the kind of guy that'll, like, point to the crest and then do, you know, hands to the sky, and, like, that'll be the end of it. And that'll make you more upset.
3: Uh Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I will be the first chair. person yeah. to get out of my seat and do a slow clap
1: and... and... <laughs> do a slow
3: clap? <laughs> Jamal... Wish him all the best, and we'll get to scheduling <laughs> my punishment. Kevin Casey will throw
1: you a microphone and be like, do it.
3: Yeah, yeah, he'll make you know? me announce the yeah. whole goal <laughs> thing yeah. afterwards.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like that idea. Um, nah, uh,
3: nah, he, he deserves that. Kevin deserves that call. He's been wanting yeah. to do that call for a long time, so I'm definitely going to leave that for him. Man, uh, imagine if we got, he we gets got, to do it.
1: We got derailed on one part of an interview. Um. <laughs> No, but honestly, it was really, it was really really good stuff, guys. Um, and I, I do think it's funny that he went from, like, college graduate in MLS where, like, the draft is very, very much a thing. And there's plenty of examples. And even a little bit on the union, you see guys, you know, it's him, Dre. Um,
3: you got Jack. Yeah.
1: yeah, Elliot came through. Like, there's a couple guys that are still a part of the college system. But I, it, it was nice to, to hear it from someone who'd been drafted and came up that way. And now, you know, half the league maybe or, or a good chunk of really solid players in the league didn't do that.
3: Yeah, and I thought it was interesting um, how he discussed how um, – You know, with his studies at West Virginia and everything, how he views like how the league is marketing to different demographics and Mm -hmm. the fact that he has such a wide scope of knowledge about what the team is doing, what the league is doing, what they could be doing better. And, you know, like obviously I I asked him is like, could you could you see yourself doing a role for MLS or the union? And obviously he could, but he's also that guy that could like go work for anyone and they would instantly be better off if they had him you know, employed under them. So, you know, the sky's the limit for him. And I, I definitely thought it was great to talk to him and how he wanted to break down every question we threw at him.
0: It was great. The sky's the limit, except for scoring a goal. Like, yeah, the, I mean, that's obviously the, that's, that's, that's the, just, yeah, the,
3: <laughs> the glass ceiling for a 30 year old fullback who doesn't have a preferred side. Um. Does,
4: yeah, actually one of one of my favorite answers for of his was about like mentoring the youth and especially mm-hmm. even how he's like yeah and i also just need to like find a common ground basically starting with fifa with um <laughs> right. co- communicating with the 17 year old injective race and, Jack right. and yeah. also it was very very interesting to see how he immediately pointed out El senior when answering that question as well
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, not. I mean, you don't see Elsino as like a full blown leader when you're analyzing like the personalities on this team. He right, doesn't right. seem like he's a big, outspoken guy who's going out of his way and, you know, trying to take mentors and stuff like that or trying to mentor other kids. But it's nuts. I mean, it's nuts to definitely find that out given that, you know, he's not from the US, he doesn't have a connection to MLS, yeah. he doesn't owe Major League Soccer anything, but he's still mm. trying to shape the youth that's trying to come up and make names for and... themselves in this league.
1: That's one of my favorite questions for those guys that are getting older in their, in their not the 30's old by any stretch, but like older in their careers, or at least in a setup that the Union have where like you have a lot of literal teenagers in your side, where it's like, if you're Ray, or if you're a senior, or if you're Like, Bedoya, like, you want to talk about, like, mortgages and, like, (laughs) Carol's your finance guy or not? And, like, Brendan Aronson and and Anthony Fontana are like, so, uh, how was your Fortnite game last night? (laughs) And it's like, uh... (laughs) ah, like, I don't know. It is a massive disconnect. It's really funny to me. And especially for El Senior, where it's, like, probably a little bit of language barrier? Probably. Maybe. I don't mm, know. Um, probably just not Magnum in training, because he's a kid and, you know, gets deserved to be knocked down a peg. And, like, yeah, like you said, Paul, is not a guy that at least, like, outward in, or, like, not having a, a understanding of... of you know, who Will Senior has been and why he's been here, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's probably one of the guys that mentors the the young kids. But, like, for, for a guy like DeVries, where he's out in the wing or he's playing more forward, like, that's a pretty good guy to be learning from.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, they'll throw him in front of the camera do, like, hey, here's a dancing clip, and here's right, him right. nutmegging two times, and... uh You know, it it just, that surprised me a lot. I thought he was going to say Craval when he was trying. Mm. I thought Mm. he was leading up to that because it is one of his favorite players on the team, without question. But I I did, uh, it was very nice to hear that, for sure. I'm also loving that he's growing guava, man. I I saw, like, right before we did the (laughs) interview, he was, like, showing off his garden. He's like, we got the spinach right here, looking fresh. Got the red leaf lettuce, crisp, making some color. Got the carrots over here, and then I, ooh, I want... the guava. And I was like, "This guy loves his garden. I'm a big fan." <laughs> I I
1: do want the Ray Gattis uh, garden tour on the Union Twitter page now. Yeah, most definitely. You know? Show me show me what the guys are doing. Like, I I want to know who makes the best like grilled cheese sandwich on the team.
3: Oh, it's got to be Casper. He's like trying to you, make his own cooking think? shows right now, okay, right, like on here. his Instagram. It's got to be.
0: Um, probably my. I mean... Obviously, because it was towards me, but my like favorite part of that was that he, uh, you know, without knowing it, embraced our uh, visual our, joke, I, uh, I, you know, <laughs> motif there with I, acknowledging my pit shirt that I had on.
1: I, 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 think you mentioned that like right after it happened.
0: No, he
3: didn't. Did. Dur- no, I
1: did. I like picked up my phone. I was like, guys, you just made a visual
3: it well, during the interview. I got the notification as yeah, Rick's yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, I looked
1: yeah, yeah. up. I was like, <gasps> You're like, oh, he made a visual <laughs> reference. I'm like we're so good.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, I was like, this is, oh, uh, this is so good that he's bringing that into it.
3: I, I. D- and then he brought it back
0: <laughs> around with your scarf on the wall too, so it's like he, he twice. In the yeah, yeah.
3: I don't think that's
1: a coincidence, so gentlemen.
3: Hey, I just, have... you're
4: just lucky you didn't actually <laughs> go to pick because he was about to come at you.
3: Uh,
0: yeah, oh, I know he yeah. was. It's true. <laughs> hey, we to, as like, as I didn't even say like, yeah, my wife is a current PhD student.
3: I did take a bit of issue with his John Denver answer because I do think it is one of my favorite songs to blast in the car, but I get it. like That would be the equivalent of someone who isn't into religion like, hey, I just heard this great song that they sing in church all the time. It's a banger, man. It's like, no, 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 no. That that song has real depth and meaning behind it. I need to
4: also speak for a second because you have to also realize that you were asking that question to a black male. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I heard you ask that question, I'm like, oh. He really doesn't want to answer this.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That was pretty funny, actually. Maybe we know our audience a little more before we ask the questions. Next time. I'm just, you know. Okay. Just... Just a, just as a, as, a, as a helpful note for you from all of us for
0: our visual reference right now, Paul is completely out of yeah, his, his, his camera window right now. And I gonna so you a little I
1: bit better when I'm, I'm actually microphone. so
3: disappointed that I can't see Paul right now.
1: No, I, I that's the first time anyone's ever said that.
3: I just had to remember <laughs> how to breathe real quick.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh man!
3: Uh, luckily, the book's right next to my bed. How to breathe. Step one.
1: Oh, I was like, which book? <laughs> the Bible? The, oh, the stupid, one. Speaking of which, ah.
3: Paul,
4: due to the fact that we didn't have a standard intro to the show, we have no health Ooh. tip. Uh,
0: oh,
3: man. <laughs> um, okay, so... Yeah. If you have a fever... Oh, boy. Okay. And you're a fan of coffee...
1: Oh, this is topical.
3: I think... It would be prudent for you to drink iced coffee instead of regular coffee.
1: What? Oh my God! (laughs) I like it. I mean, it happens.
3: See, Evan, you get so hyped up for these, and I never deliver with anything that's no.
1: no I know that's part of the bit, though, is that I'm like, yeah, (laughs) do it, and then you say something, and I'm just like, no. You're such a disappointment. Oh. With, all the, oh. with all
3: the tips you're getting, with all the now medical tips that are floating right. around in the stratosphere and the Twitter sphere right now, yeah. I'll tell you, mine's not wrong.
1: <laughs> That's true. You didn't just like tell everyone to drink bleach, so I think we're in the... yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just...
0: Injected into your veins.
1: Uh, yeah. Do something with lights, maybe next time.
3: There's no end game with these. I'm just trying to be topical and practical.
1: Well, you it's, got half that you
3: did get half of that. you are halfway there <laughs> yeah. b- all right tropical i
1: <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> justin we need to we need to not do we need to not can we oh, man this
0: uh I'm just really glad that we were able to do this Ray interview kind of bringing this back on subject uh it was really fun um I thought he was. Uh, And we know this, like, he's a super genuine guy who Mm -hmm. um, is going to give genuine answers and things like that. One of the things I, I think Paul and I talked about after the interview was, I think, it's cool that we got this interview in the sense that, obviously, like, last season in the Union, like, if a national writer or somebody who wanted to come interview a Union player, like, they were coming in, you know, interviewing... Ale or yeah, Brendan, you know, ha- you know based Harris, on their season you know, in and general. Over the past, you know, over the past year, uh, past couple of years, you know, Andre obviously has been in the news is what he's done for the union in Jamaica, right, and, right. you know, all this kind of stuff. And I think Ray's a guy who doesn't get those, you know, and he yeah. even said it in the right. interview. He's like, I don't, I don't care if I'm the guy that's talked about or not, mm-hmm. but he's, he's worth talking about. I mean, he's been in You know, he's been around the Union for so long. He obviously has some level of soccer ability to continue to start and play for the Union. He started Um, his
3: career as a forward and was able to adapt back and find a position that works for him. He was playing midfield in college. It's really funny
1: that him and Jack both have that path. Yeah, Yeah. for sure.
3: Yeah, his journey is pretty interesting, for sure, and obviously one of the most genuine people you'll talk to, so that that was awesome. It was definitely a cool thing that we were able to do.
0: So, I love that we were able to give him some some time and some cred on the street. Most you definitely. Know, whatever that means.
3: Yeah, I'm glad I was so. able to light the fire a little bit. We'll see if my wallet I thanks me for it.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, my word. Oh,
1: oh boy. Um... Yeah, no, thanks to to the union for setting that up for us, too. It's always uh, I,
0: it's
1: nice when things like that work out, for sure.
0: It is, it is, for sure. Um, well, we'll get out of here. We should have a show coming up sometime. I know that we, at the end of our last show, talked about doing a show about the union's worst transfers and best transfers and all that kind of stuff. Evan, you still owe us the actual rules behind that? I do. I will provide. But mean, uh, and then we'll uh, we'll record a pod sometime in the next couple weeks.
1: Who so. knew talking to a player would take precedence over that? That's weird.
0: Yeah, you
3: know, just us kind of winging it along, things. and then.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're...
0: not just a, not just the player, Paul's arch enemy, Ray Guy. no, it's not true.
4: All, I mean, also at this point, um, likely Union brought that Mount Rushmore member. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know no one wants to admit it, but like, yeah, I
3: I mean, should, like I'm glad I didn't give him my opinion on that. Oh
4: god. Paul, if you if you had actually said your opinion on that, it may have actually went over the line.
1: Yeah, maybe. I
3: don't here's, know. Here's a thought though. Nope. Nah I'm kidding.
0: I don't want to do it.
1: Alright. Good call. Thanks for listening, y'all. Uh feel free to follow us at VFTB pod. Sorry, Justin.
0: Take it away. Take it away
1: uh thanks to uh Ripneck scarves uh roughneck beautiful game network bgn.fm and, uh, and our good friend icarus fc uh who uh i think all of us should be getting a package from like soon uh for uh, for being our sponsors and uh, and sticking with us through these these crazy crazy times uh i'll just end by saying i
0: mean i haven't ordered anything but robbie if you want to send me If you want to
1: send us some stuff, my man, for, <laughs> on, on, on the house. Because, I'm not you know. picky.
3: All your stuff looks great.
1: That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that one kit. Don't ask me which one. I won't tell you. Uh, yeah. Uh, your, your final plug this, this weekend or this week, uh, dear friends, is go support a local business.
3: Yes. Yes. Most definitely. They could use it. We got to stick together. All
1: right, Paul's going to ramble. for In these until we stop him. trying so, uh, times. Thanks for listening. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys when we, we talk to you about those transfer rules and, and things situated. I'll post it out on the Twitters, and then we can all have a lovely debate about it sometime the next week or so. Until then, Kumbaya. Uh, be good. And, uh, we'll talk to you Paul, later.
4: Paul, good Lord, stop.
0: <laughs> thanks for listening to another episode of Views from the Bridge. We could not do this without the help of our network and sponsors. We are part of the Beautiful Game Network. For lots of soccer writing, podcasts, and other content, check out BGN at bgn.fm. Thanks to our sponsor, Refnex Scarves. Refnex Scarf is the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at refnexscarves.com.
1: Another network sponsor that we have, and a local one to us, and, and they're run by one of my favorite people. If you're tired of the same old uniforms and the cookie cutter templates from Nike or Adidas, you know, the, the white sheet, plain white tea, MLS, Haynes, beefy tea, off the rack kind of stuff, right? Or even USL sometimes, you're like, oh, that was, you know, San Antonio's kit last year as El Paso's this year. Don't worry, we got you. For unique, completely custom kits for your youth club, your Sunday league squad, your seven aside, your five aside, even your pro team icarus fc's got you covered they can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price and you get to be involved in every step of this and we know we made one last year and it was gorgeous let them help you design your new custom kit today icarusfc.com
3: folks we are all over the internet if you specifically type in views from the bridge then you're going to find us somewhere or another but we are on spotify stitcher or wherever you find your podcasts um Subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. We're on Twitter and Facebook at Pod, And just let us know what you think of the show. What you'd like to hear. What you don't like to hear. We are so open to what you guys have to say. We appreciate all of you. And if you ever want to get in contact with us, you can DM us on Twitter. Or you can also email us at VFTBpod at gmail.com. So hit us up.
4: To help us keep providing content, throw us a couple of dollars at ko-fi.com forward slash VFTB You can also grab some of our merch at Design Tree. Make sure to check us out over at designtree.com forward slash VFTB. Curtin Tanner 2020 for Evan, Justin, and Paul, sometimes. I'm Chuck. Thanks for listening. And until next time, have a great day.